0: How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 106 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and there's a car outside. Um, also, we are brought to you today by BiltBar.com. They have new stuff. Go to BiltBar.com, write the code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Uh, that's locked On, one word. People keep switching back and forth between one word, two words. It's one word for this one. And uh, they, I'll go over their new stuff in the uh, in the ad read. So uh, stay, stay tuned for the ads. But in terms of baseball news, today I'm going to take a little step back from the A's and do like a wide view of where they are in general in terms of offense, defense, starting pitching, relief pitching. And, uh, you know... Assess the team at this point in the season and, uh, you know, see where we could potentially make a trade to improve the team. I hate saying we I need to get out of that. I'm sorry. Uh, Where the A's need to make a move potentially to make the team better. And uh, yeah, and then I'll get everybody set up for uh, the A's Giants Bay Bridge series this weekend. So, uh, yeah, that starts tonight. Friday goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then uh, then we get to face the Diamondbacks. So it's going to be a fun few days. Yeah, before I get into everything, though, please follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have any comments or questions, please email them to us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, I was asked on Twitter, mostly because I asked for questions, and I got this question, which was, uh, what is my biggest surprise from the A's this season, and what is my biggest worry going forward? And so I will get to those, but first I just want to lay the groundwork of where the A's stand in general. Um, Their defense has been solid, so I'm not really going to touch on that too much, but uh, the A's offense, I'll start there. They rank 14th in WRC+, plus with a 104. WRC+, plus is 100, is league average, anything above that is good, anything below that. That is bad. Uh, The A's are 4% above league average with their 104, so that's good. Um, Obviously, 14th, their middle of the road offense right now is a small sample size. Matt Olsen, as I mentioned yesterday, he's getting uh, babbipped a little bit. He is uh, batting average on ball and play. It's kind of like luck a little bit to when you put the ball in play, what's your batting average? And uh, they shift them a decent amount, so. That's limiting some of his hit potential. Uh, his bat or his batting, or his expected batting average. That's the one uh, was supposed to be like two ninety six. He's batting a buck fourteen, or he was going into yesterday. So obviously, there's some ground, There's a middle ground where those could meet. and he could hit like two sixty still, and you know, and, and he probably should be at this point. Um, he, he just needed to be finding those holes because uh, he's doing the right things. He's just not getting the results. He'll come around. He'll be okay, and uh, that would you know, catapult the A's offense just a little bit on some of these stats. Um, On the flip side of that, they are fifth in war overall from their offensive guys, and that's mostly because of defense. Uh, They have a 3.3 in war, and that is a plus. Um, And also, uh, two teams that are above them in war are the Cubs and the White Sox. And I find that silly because they both have uh, BABIPs over 300 and uh, I think, like, the, the White Sox have, like, a 313 or something like that. It, it's ridiculously high for a full team to be above 300. I think that the league average is, like, 270 generally. So they're going to regress just a little bit. Also, the Cubs' bullpen's kind of terrible. I was going through the stats. I'm like, how are the Cubs winning so many games? They look kind of terrible on paper. But uh, that's we're not a Cubs podcast. I just like baseball. So uh, looking at stats is a good time. Um, so, yeah. The A's offense is looking good. Obviously, there's room to improve, but I think that just finding some of those holes, because uh, they're they're putting them the balls that they hit into high expected batting average positions, they're just not getting those hits. And I think that part of that is defensive positioning. Um, I'm not versed enough in how that works, but that's my guess because I, I I watch the uh, the Statcast feed while I'm watching these games a decent amount of the time, and you're like, hey. That usually has that has an expected batting average of like five sixty, and it was not a hit, and uh, that happens a decent amount per game. So, yeah, I think that that's probably what it is. Also, the A's take away a bunch of hits too. Which just leads me to believe that the A's have like pinpoint defense, and this is where it's going to be, and that's where it gets hit, and it's kind of amazing to watch if you think about it. So in summary, the defense is good, and the offense should get better. All right, let's go on to the starting pitching. Um, it has not been great overall, but obviously, you know, Frankie Montas, Chris Bassett, and Jesus Luzardo have been the standouts of the rotation. Uh, Fires is struggling a little bit. Manaya can't get it figured out, but, you know, still hopeful. Uh, as I said before, I love Sean Mania, and I hope... Wish the best for him on and off the field. So, um yeah, their starting pitching ERA cumulatively is 4.28 for ERA, and that's 12th in baseball. So, you know, not a bad ranking overall, especially when they don't have like a Garrett Cole or a Justin Verlander who's hurt or, uh, you know, Zach Rankier, you know the top names in baseball they have emerging guys like montas and lizardo but they're not established guys and uh you know for them to be this good that, that's okay obviously you want them to be a little bit better for a playoff run maybe like a seventh rank or something like that that'd be okay uh considering how much money they do or don't spend on pitching and players so i'm okay with that i think. Uh, but the relief pitching, oh boy, that, that's, uh, that's been pretty good. Uh, they have a 216 ERA cumulatively, and that is including Lou Trevino. Sorry, Lou. Um, and that's second in baseball, so that's pretty good. And if you combine their starting pitching with their relief pitching and uh, take their WAR total, that is fourth in baseball. So that's pretty good. And their third in ERA overall at 3.31. So their pitching staff as a whole is solid. And as I've been doing like series previews or, you know, game previews, usually the, the whole thing is like, hey, they got a good starter. Let's get to the bullpen. That's like the opposite with the A's is if you don't score on their starting pitching, you're done. And that's kind of fun, actually, uh, considering that the A's don't have, you know, like the Yankees arms or something like that. They didn't overpay for all these guys that they're using as like cleanup guys. Um, so, yeah, good, good on the A's and their scouting and all that stuff. Um, I will go. I'm going to start. I'm going to go to my worry, my, my big worry, I guess. And I didn't have this worry until I looked at the stats. So thanks for making me look at statistics, you guys. Uh, It's really just the advanced stuff, the batted ball stuff. And that's what led me to uh, be a little bit worried about him. His barrel rate is 9.5%, which is kind of high considering how many pitches he throws as a starting pitcher. Uh, And by comparison, Frankie Montas has a 1.7 barrel rate and Jesus Lizardo has a 3.9. So to be right around 10 for Bassett, that seems high considering, you know, how good he has been. Uh, And it's not that the barrel rate by itself is a little bit worrisome, it's that he's not really a big strikeout guy either, so he's not going to get a lot of swings and misses, so that means that he's going to put more uh, balls into play which means that they're going to barrel him up more. And maybe it's just that he faced the angels and they were hot and, you know, maybe that inflated the stats because he had like four starts. you know, it, it's something to think about and keep an eye on moving forward for sure. Especially as the trade deadline approaches and stuff like that. Cause uh, I th- feel like the A's are going to need three starters. that can go, you know, five, six, seven innings in a playoff game uh, or, you know, rely on their bullpen, but then you don't want to tire them out because the playoffs are longer this time. So that sucks. Um, It's the playoffs that worry me. It's not him facing, you know, the teams in the West. And sure, the Dodgers would be scary and stuff like that, but that's one start. And, uh, you know, it it wouldn't have that big of a difference overall. It's facing, you know, the Yankees and then the Dodgers and then, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays or something like that. That's what's a little bit scary. So is it warranted? I, I actually... I'm not sure if it's something to worry about, but it's something that I saw in the statistics, and that is what, you know, we got to keep an eye on it. I don't know that it's going to pop up or anything like that. He's been pitching very well outside of, you know, his start against the Angels, who had really hot bats. So. Keep an eye on it. Don't get too worried about it just yet. But, you know, if it starts popping up a little bit here in the next start or two, maybe they got to think about making a trade for a starter. So that's something to keep an eye on. But shifting gears, we're going to go to my biggest surprise, and that is relief pitcher Joaquin Soria. Uh, people were asking me about the bullpen and like, hey, who's in the bullpen? And I was like, hey, you know, Soria, he's fine. You know, he's usually pretty good. He's got a zero ERA. So, I mean, obviously it's eight games or whatever. It It's nice. It's a nice start to a season for like a 36-year-old really, Uh He also has a 1454 K-9 per nine rate and a 156 batting average against. Both pretty solid. Uh, and a 0.92 whip. Big fan of that. But, again, what really got me on this one, he has an 82.1 exit velocity against. And uh, that means they're not hitting the ball very hard. He's not giving up the barrels like Chris Bassett. So I like that stat right there. Keep it going, Joaquin. Sorry, and speaking of keeping it going, we're going to keep it going here in the second half. In just one second, I'm going to talk about the A's Giants Bay Bridge series. We're going to get that trophy back. i going to get you guys updated on who to keep an eye out for, uh, the pitching matchups, obviously. Who's good on the Giants, which is a weird thing to say because uh, they've been terrible for the most part. And then I'll definitely give you guys my uh, my little rule of thumb for it. are they a good Giants player. So uh, stay tuned for all that stuff. But first, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Built Bar. Yep, they're back, longtime listeners. Built Bar is back. They got new flavors. I'm excited. We're getting our bars in like a week, uh, so we can tell you guys in detail about these bars. And if they're anything like the ones before, they're soft. They're chewy. They're full of protein, which I thoroughly enjoy. They don't have that many calories, so they're good for you. And uh, yeah, they got six new flavors, which is why they haven't been here for a while, because they were, you know, in the labs concocting these beautiful creations. So here's a rundown of the flavors. You got caramel brownie or caramel brownie, however you want to say it. I said them both. There. Next flavor, you got cookies and cream. I'm a a big cookies and cream guy, I got to say. They got cherry barcia. They got... Lemon Almond Cheesecake, which um, they, they know me too well. I, I love lemon. We, My wife and I were, quick story, during the ad read, uh, my wife and I were up visiting a friend or helping her move. And they, they had this like cool little uh, store and they had so many lemon things. And I'm like, I want everything here. I want a lemon treat right now. So uh, thank you, Bill Barr, for getting me my lemon treats. Also, they have carrot cake coming up for you guys. And then an apple almond crisp. So, if any of these new flavors sound as delicious to you as they do to me, all you gotta do is go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on. That's one word, locked on, and you'll get $10 off your next order. You could just type in the code locked on, get $10 off. I've done it before. It's great, it's super easy. Also, I got a little extra surprise for you guys there's a free cooler with the purchase. You get a free cooler for your little bars. How cool is that? And they even gave us a little note on the coolers. This only lasts while they have supplies, and they do not expect supplies to last very long, like maybe a week. So I would probably jump on that, because uh, if you want a little cooler for your little bars, you got to do it, like, now. So go to bellbar.com, get $10 off, and uh, write the code locked on to get that $10 off. That's all you got to do. It's pretty easy. And you get, a, you get a freaking cooler! Hey, we also have another sponsor for this podcast. It is CBDMD, and it doesn't matter if you are a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair— Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. They also have CBD Recover, which combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off when you use the code LOCKEDONMLB. Once again, that's CBDMD.com promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. All right, we are back. You are in the second segment. Please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, please direct those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So I'm going to start off with the pitching matchups and then just go over some random giant stuff for you guys real quick to get you ready for Friday. So the pitching matchups for the weekend, you got Frankie Montas against Johnny Cueto on Friday, Jesus Luzardo against Kevin Gossman on Saturday, and then Shamanai against Logan Webb on Sunday. Sunday should be interesting. We will see. But uh, Friday, Saturday, I like the ace chances in those ones. So just a little note about Johnny Cueto. He has been okay, I guess. Uh, Olsen is 2-for-3 against him with two home runs in his career. And Johnny Cueto has not pitched more than uh, six innings in any of his starts. So they are going to be facing the giant bullpen if they can just get Johnny Cueto to throw some pitches. His pitch count uh, went up to 93 in this last start. It went from 85 to 93 over his last two starts. So it's not like he's going to be... You know, on like a 70 pitch limit or anything like that. It's going to be similar to a regular, regular season start. And Johnny Cueto hasn't been great this year, Uh, according to ERA. He has a 540 ERA with a 547 FIP or fielding independent pitching, uh, which means that what his ERA is, is pretty much in line with what he should have. So he's not pitching the ball very good. The A's have been pretty good on offense, except for that 14 inning stretch in between Tuesday and, uh, sorry, uh, Monday and Tuesday. So. I think that they're going to take advantage of him a little bit on Friday. On Saturday, you got Kevin Gossman. He's been pretty decent. His FIP does the opposite of uh Johnny Cueto. His FIP is 2.37 and that would lead and his ERA is 4.05. So it would lead you to believe that his uh the stats like his ERA are misleading as opposed to telling. So he might be pretty good. I, I saw you know, he was on pitching ninja and throwing some some nasty stuff. So uh hopefully that's not the case. Also he's facing a Jesus Susardo. It'll be the Giants' first time ever seeing him in a regular season game. So uh, that that should be in the A's favor, I would imagine. And if Luzardo continues to improve from his first start to a second start and now to a third start oh no I think that this could be Luzardo's like real big breakout game because uh you know the Giants bats are decent but they're not you know elites or anything it's not like he's facing the Dodgers or the Yankees or you know an elite offense the Giants are you know around average a little bit below average but you know they're not world beaters by any means so uh yeah it, it should be an interesting game. I'll just throw out a prediction. I think Luzardo goes six innings, gives up one run, strikes out like nine. Uh, That's what I'm going with. And he he walks like one. So that's my line on Luzardo. I should probably write that down so I don't forget. And then uh, Minaya and Webb, that's going to be a crapshoot. We'll we'll see how that one goes. Hopefully, you know, finds something against the Giants? That would be a big plus. But um, I just want to get into... Some stuff real quick. The Giants' best-sitters this season. um, I believe that Austin Slater is not going to be playing because I think that his elbow's barking up, so I don't think he's going to be playing but uh, if he is in the lineup, he's been good too. But I'm just not going to talk about him very much. Uh, Donovan Solano, he's a person, and he's been doing really good. He has a two fourteen WRC plus, which is a hundred and fourteen percent above league average. He has been killing it. He also has a four fifty eight batting average and, and an eleven thirty seven OPS. So uh, yeah, he's doing okay. And I have one more thing on Donovan Solano that I'll bring up, but uh, it also relates to Mike Yastrzemski, and he's been doing pretty good as well. He has a 19.5 walks per nine rate and a 20.1 strikeout per nine rate. Uh, the fact that his walk rate is so high and his care rates, you know, fine, but that they're even is uh, he's a good hitter. That's uh, that's a thing that that indicates. Um, also, he has a 192.5. WRC plus so he has also been much better than league average so uh they're both world beaters at the plate right now uh you, you gotta keep those guys in check is uh, gonna be the goal for the series I believe you keep Donovan Solano and Mike Ustremski in check he's got a good shot at winning um the the thing that relates to both of them though is they're the BABIP kings right now uh, Donovan Solano has a 520 BABIP and Ustremski has a 375 again as I said earlier uh, league average is roughly 270. So obviously, that's not sustainable at all. Although, uh, Solano had an over 400 bad last year. So maybe there's something that he does. He's still overperforming, even, you know, a crazy 400 clip. But maybe there's something that he does. Uh, maybe he's a speedy guy. I, we'll find out on Friday. Um, and then, my rule of thumb for are they a good Giants hitter or not is. Were they on the team before 2019? And this applies to Hunter Pence and Pablo Sandoval as well. Because um, if they were on the team before, then then they're not playing well now. So uh, basically, if you haven't heard of the guy, they're doing really good right now. <laughs> Case in point, let's just move to the pitching. Sam Selman, you ever heard of him? No. He's been doing. He's been on fire. Uh, he has a 14.14. K per nine rate. He has a 129 walks per nine rate, which is a nice bearing. If you have a high strikeout rate with a low walk rate, that is A plus stuff right there. Uh, he has a 129 ERA with a 221 FIP. So he's been a pretty good reliever overall. Uh, I, I will say that, you know, I don't want to face him I, I don't want to see him come into a game because that's not good. Game situation would mean or dictate that he would be pitching if the Giants have a lead. I don't want that. I, I'm not here for that. Uh, he's also a big fly ball pitcher, so maybe the A's can put a charge into one. And uh, that that would be a plus for sure. A uh, couple of notes on other bullpen arms that they got. They got uh, Caleb Bargar. He has been struggling in his last three outings. He's gone two-thirds of an inning in each, so that's a total of two innings pitched. He's given up eight runs, and uh, that's not good and then uh their other lefty tyler rogers he had uh, a blow up you know well, he's had two blow ups uh one against the dodgers one against the uh padres but otherwise he's been pretty good so uh if you can get like one run across him he's gonna give up like four more so that's all you really gotta do his era is not great but you know he has had many scoreless outings so uh it's not a guarantee that if he comes into the game that it's over you know like size need or something like that where uh slice comes in like hey other team wins. Uh, thanks, Dusty. And then I guess my last note on Kevin Gossman. Uh, I wrote it on the backside of a page, so uh, that's why it's coming now. Kevin Gossman, He has been throwing roughly eighty to like eighty to eighty-five pitches, somewhere in there. I don't know if he's on a pitch count, but he could be. And if he is, 80 pitches is basically nothing for the A's offense to, you know, get a pitcher to go through real quick. So uh, that could be like five innings, get to that bullpen, give me some Caleb Bargar, give me some Tyler Rogers. That'd be great. Um, yeah, so and as I said before, uh, Kevin Gossman has been pitching better than his ERA. His ERA is right around four. His FIP is right around two, three. So uh, you, you want to get him out as soon as you can, I think, because he's probably going to look dominant for a few innings there. Then hopefully you get into that bullpen a little bit faster. And then uh, you can take the series against the bullpen. That, that's the dream uh, this weekend, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be it for me today, you guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, stay indoors. Celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks. Free Ramon, And I'll talk to you guys next week.